Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello and welcome. It is Eric Erickson here. The phone number 877-973-7425 if you want to be on the program. Uh, in the last hour, I I actually talked about the biolabs. A friend of mine was listening to me and, and he sent me a note I, I just found during commercial break. And he said, there's one other issue that uh, I didn't address that you probably do need to know about uh, the U.S. being involved with the biolabs in Ukraine. Uh, one of those big issues is that we are there in part because Ukraine is so corrupt. Uh, we don't want to leave the Ukrainians alone with all of the, the uh, biological agents uh, in these labs, that it's it's unstated, but it is also true. Ukraine is a very corrupt country. Uh, Zelensky, the, the president, actually campaigned as a reformer and won in large part because of the corruption, but he has oligarchic ties as well. Uh, and so Ukraine just has been very slow to clean up its act. And uh, we, for the sake of the whole world, probably do not want the Ukrainians left alone with all the biological agents in these labs without us looking over their shoulder, just making sure. So I uh, did want to add that to the conversation. Um, I, I, I want to talk about the oil companies. I will take your phone calls here. In fact, I'll get to it in this segment. We've got some people who have been waiting for a while. If you want to call in, 877-973-7425. But I want to read you an email I just got uh, to put this in a little more perspective. Uh, this is from a, a someone I don't really know them well, but they're on an email list that I'm on. And they have a friend, uh, Maria. Uh, they work together in Dubai. And I want to I want to read you this. This is from her friend, Maria, who passed this on. My father, Mikola Linochevich, Simikaz was killed by Russians shelling in Severodonsk, Luhansk region on March 8th. He was walking in the middle of the city where he lived for 50 years. And the Russians shelled as he was walking and he got hit. We will not be able to bury him properly because there is a war. Dad refused to leave the city. He believed in humanity, believed in his right to be on his land. It turned out that my father's life was from war to war. He was born in 1944 in the village of Krasnodon in Luhansk region during the Second World War. We don't know if his passport birthday was correct. It was recorded during the war, so he always joked that his birthday should be celebrated all month long. My dad's mom died when he was 12, was two years old. 
that he was with his family relatives. In a few years, his father, my grandfather, got married for the second time and was able to take his father to himself and his second mother. We don't know a lot about father's family. Most likely relatives were repressed. Grandpa didn't tell his dad anything about them. He only said so that dad wouldn't enter into the company. Dad studied in a village school, had a passion for physics and mathematics, then joined the Ryzen Polytechnic Institute and became a first-class engineer. In the 1980s, he provided the work on the first computers in the USSR that occupied whole rooms. He ended up in a young city of chemists and engineers. In the 1990s, Dad started working in different qualities without a day off to provide for his family. In particular, he repaired TVs in villages in exchange for food products. Then he, along with his friends, started a small carpentry business. They helped insulate balconies in apartments. Educated and talented engineer, Dad worked mornings tonight as a carpenter to provide us, his children, give us quality education, and even send us to the sea for a vacation. With us, Dad almost never could ride. Summer was always a hot season at work. Dad has always maintained Ukraine's independence, had a hard time experiencing the murder of Kornoval, who was a politician, the same he was worried, but maintained my pro-European activities. In general, my dad valued freedom. He's an example of dignity and honor to me, and yet humor and optimism. He was a real friend. We will defeat the Russians and rebuild Ukraine strong and free. And apricots and apples will be freely sprouted in your cottage, and we will come and pick them with your grandchildren. We're hearing a lot of these stories. You may have seen the image of the mother and her children dead in the street outside Kiev. Turns out uh, this, this picture has become a global sensation of the horrors of war. It is a mother, if you haven't seen it, it is a mother with her teenage son and daughter. They are dead. Their shiny suitcases are there with them, upright, wheels on the ground. They were trying to flee. The mother works in Silicon Valley. During COVID, had moved back to Ukraine, where she's from with her family. And they were trying to get out of Kiev and escape to Poland to make it back to the United States with their suitcases. All, they left all their other possessions behind. The Russians were shelling the suburbs of Kiev in one hit, and they died. Tragedy. War is hell. And it's an unsettling moment here. And you know what really makes me mad about it? What really makes me so, so mad are the number of people who in the past they claim to be part of the movement I identify with, the conservative movement. And they're peddling propaganda for Vladimir Putin. Now, they're a small fringe. Small fringe. Only 6% of Republicans think Vladimir Putin is in the right. 
about 7% of Democrats do. Roughly tied. Statistically, 5 to 7% of Republicans and Democrats take Putin's side. Overwhelmingly, 80-90% say he's the bad guy. But there's a vocal minority. Take uh, Madison Cawthorn, uh, the, the Republican from Western North Carolina, who is now, this is the guy who went on vacation to Hitler's compound, There have been all sorts of allegations, uh, sexual assault allegations about him in the past. He's not apparently a very nice person. And he was attacking Zelensky, the president of Ukraine, and and the Ukrainians as corrupt, pushing Russian talking points. You know, Ukraine is a very corrupt country. We, We shouldn't deny that. But to make them the bad guy when their country was the one invaded by Vladimir Putin and now to retcon, to retroactively try to justify, oh, well, we got these bio labs and the like. They're pushing Russian propaganda, and we need to be eternally, perpetually vigilant. It's people on the right. It's conservatives. We need to be eternally, perpetually vigilant at the people who were defending and siding with Vladimir Putin, who were taking his cause, who were pushing Russian talking points, who were trying to undermine integrity, who were trying to undermine the war, effort, who are trying to undermine Ukraine, the people who are just defending their country. Reconstituting the Soviet Union would be a bad thing, not in our interest. And these people, they have decided that their own country are the bad guys. You know what's so so tremendously eye-openingly fascinating to me is that in the 60s, the 70s, and the 80s, people on the left always tried to undermine the United States and side with the, the Soviet Union. We were always the bad guy. How is it now there are people who, they're not, but they claim to be on the right, who are taking the side of Vladimir Putin? Why are there people in this country so vocal now who really dislike their own country? Who, because the wokes are here, because the progressive activists are here, they would rather side with a dictator who has no use for your freedoms or your faith. They would rather side with that guy then have the then 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 side with freedom and side with Ukrainians. It's really deeply disturbing to me. Now I want to go to the phones. Eight seven seven nine seven three seven four two five. Ken, you're going to be up next. Welcome to the program. Hello. Hey, Ken. How are you? Yes, uh, I'm doing just fine. Uh, I want to talk about Marxism for a second here. Uh, it has been a dismal failure. Uh, in everywhere that it's worked, the former Soviet Union and around the world, Karl Marx himself was too lazy to bathe, let alone work. Yet this damnable philosophy keeps rearing its ugly head, and I just cannot figure out why it keeps making a comeback. Well, so I, I will tell you, um, and you know, it's it's all the people who, are, who they say, well, it was it's never been done properly. Trust us, this time we'll make it work. Um, it is very much uh, in, in the same way with uh, the people who are siding with, with Putin. They've never known anything else. All they've known is what mm-hmm. they have. And they decided that they don't like what they have. And so they'll go flirt with something else that they've never had to experience. You will notice the people who are most ardently anti-Marxist, the people who are most ardently anti-communist, are the ones who grew up in that system. 
But the spoiled Americans who have had a very good run of it, who've never really had to worry about a world where we weren't number one, are suddenly infatuated with the idea that maybe we don't need to be number one. Maybe we can let China have it. Or or they're, they're infatuated with the idea of, of maybe capitalism isn't really that great. We should try Marxism. It's because they've never experienced it. They've never experienced it. And they're pretty sure, given their life and income and background, that if they did experience it, they'd be fine. Who cares about the others? It's deeply selfish. It's it's naive and it's selfish. But when you experience Western free market systems and you see that there are flaws, and there are flaws, you begin to think maybe we could try something else. And you begin to flirt with systems like Marxism that you don't understand that you've never experienced, but you know you don't like what you have, so let's go try this. It should be very telling to them, but it's not because they typically have a level of selfishness within them. It should be very telling to them that all the most ardent opponents of that system are the people who fled it, but um, try telling them when they're so self-absorbed. All right, back to the phones. Michael, you're going to be up next. Welcome to the program, Michael. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. Um I wanted to get your opinion on the $1.5 trillion bill that just passed out of the House last night and was on its way to President Biden. Yeah, the omnibus spending package. Yeah, Yeah. okay. So, all right. um, So this one is not technically new spending. Uh, This is the, this is the, the budget essentially to fund the operations of government. Um, so yes, new spending, uh, pouring money into the economy is deeply, uh, damaging causes inflation, all of that. Uh, this isn't technically new spending. This is just the omnibus spending package, uh, that, uh, will cover the costs of government. Um, here it is from, from punchline or punch bowl, rather the, the Senate passed the $1.5 trillion omnibus spending package on Thursday night. It goes to the government, ending months of partisan haggling over government funding levels. It includes $14 billion in aid for Ukraine and other U.S. allies in Eastern Europe. Uh, Thursday, 68-31 vote was a win for Chuck Schumer, had a strong week in terms of legislating, blah, 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 blah. Uh, Mitch McConnell and the Republicans also supported it. Of the 31 no's in the Senate, all were Republicans. They complained loudly about the lack of time to review the 2,700-page bill. In the end, the old school adage went out, nothing is as popular on Capitol Hill as spending a lot of money. That's true. Now, uh, it does have a lot of earmarks, but here's what you need to understand. Uh, when When we pour a bunch of money into the economy, it's bad and causes inflation. This money is poured into the economy every year. And so it's discounted as part of the inflation. It's not new stuff. It's a reauthorization of annual congressional spending. It's essentially the congressional budget that they're doing, the budget passed by Congress. And so it's not new spending. It's not new programs. It's funding for existing stuff. Still not good. It's still too much. And they rushed it through. But it's different from that inflationary spending by Congress where they print new money to create new projects and new funding sources and dump it into the economy. They still shouldn't have passed it. Hello there. It is Eric Erickson here. The phone number is 877-973-7425. Should you wish to be a part of this year program? Glad to have you with me. Uh, We got new Russian sanctions on the table. You do need to know about that. Uh, We are moving to in uh, most favored nation trade status. 
this is from the White House. Uh, Joe Biden said House Speaker Nancy Pelosi has agreed to wait to move forward on revoking normal trade relations with Russia until Biden could line up key allies, adding that unanimity is critically important. Pelosi said Friday the House next week will take up legislation to formalize the revocation, and it's our hope it will receive strong bipartisan support. The U.S. is set to lift the status in coordination with the European Union and the group of seven nations, meaning those nations can raise tariffs on Russian imports to further inflict economic damage in retaliation for the invasion. Also, the United States is taking steps to ban imports of Russian vodka, seafood, and diamonds. Congress has to pass some of this legislation. Going to be interesting to see how some of this plays out. I assume uh, we're going to be, this stuff will get done. There does seem to be bipartisan support. You you know, this is one of those things as well where you do have to be careful. Uh, Disproportionately, the loudest voices get a lot of attention, even if they're a fringe set. Uh, But the way it works, you know how often uh, news stories come out and they they say, critics say, and often it's like two people and the reporter. Uh, But they've all been on Twitter, so these two anonymous trolls on Twitter and the reporter all think something. So you get a story out of it, critics say. Uh, In the same way with the Ukraine stuff, overwhelming American support for Ukraine. Uh, but critics say of uh, Vladimir Putin, I'm, I'm not sure. Uh, you know, we will note, though, I'm trying to be careful on some of the claims because it, it, it is obvious at this point, uh, because there is so much sympathy for Ukraine, the Ukrainians are better able to run uh, propaganda and, and claims. So I, I've avoided some of the claims about uh, what the Russians are doing until it can be verified from independent sources. Like, for example, the hospital in Kharkiv, uh, the delivery ward and the cancer unit where a bunch of people, including children, were killed, does appear to be true. Western sources have confirmed it. The Russians claim that there were militia hiding in the hospital. Uh, they're still not supposed to bomb hospitals, and they did. Now, uh, President Zelensky's uh, former spokesman, not current spokesman, former spokesman, though, has deleted a tweet critical of Kamala Harris and her awkward laughter. I have to ask you um, about something you wrote on Twitter. You tweeted that um, the presidency of uh, Kamala Harris, if that were to happen, that that would be a, a tragedy. Uh, you deleted that tweet. Um, but why do you think that? I deleted that tweet because I was explained that, I'm sorry, this is uh, an air alert. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, I deleted that tweet because I was explained that Kamala Harris had this kind of peculiarity of communication when she feels uncomfortable. But for us, as for Ukrainians, it is really, it was a very bad experience to see this type of reaction, a laugh, when, you know, we uh, were listening about one of the biggest tragedies of Ukraine right now, when so many millions of Ukrainians are turned into refugees. However, we also understand that the United States is very united around Ukraine and we really appreciate the uh, support of $13.6 billion that was provided to Ukrainian army and to Ukrainian humanitarian aid. And- so she made a point that they asked Kamala Harris about all the refugees and she's, <laughs> um, yeah, so the says, I, I learned later that she has this habit of awkward laughing when she's put in uncomfortable positions. It's kind of a tell. You don't want her playing poker on the world stage, folks. Good gracious. Even the Ukrainians realize it. Hello and welcome. It is Eric Erickson here. The Eric Erickson Show across the nation from my flagship station, WSB in Atlanta, Georgia. The phone number is 877 877- 
973-7425. I want to spend a little bit of time talking about oil. Different from all the Ukraine stuff and, and prices and all of that. Um, there, there's a new front opening on the left here, and, and we need to talk about this because it's larger than the oil companies. I'm seeing it crop up on the left, and it's starting to get into publications. There are a lot of people uh, doing damage control for the White House right now and the left. It's only a matter of time. I want to play this clip for you from CNN. Listen to this from CNN. So as you probably know, many politicians act as though it's President Biden who caused inflation and that he can fix this. Can he do something about it? Well, he can do things at the margins. You know, he can release some of the strategic petroleum reserves, which he's already called for. Um, you know, he can probably um, try and get bipartisan agreement for more drilling. That's that's something that's on the table. But no, I mean, you know, he did not cause the war, which caused prices to surge. Now, inflation was already rising for sure. We had supply chain issues. Some of that was actually because of good news, meaning a really strong recovery, stronger than people would have expected following that um, that latest wave of COVID. But gas and oil is going to be up because of this war. I mean, there is no question. And grain, too. Ukraine and Russia um, have the uh, a quarter of the world's grain reserves. Did you hear the, the uh, uh, apologist moment there? that it's the war that's caused prices to go up. And then he says, well, inflation was already up, but. That's a news network, purportedly, that is carrying water for the Biden administration. Now is as good a time as ever to, to get back to my brilliance. Vice President Biden, I'd like to ask you, three consecutive American presidents have enjoyed stints of explosive economic growth due to a boom in oil and natural gas production. As president, would you be willing to sacrifice some of that growth, even knowing potentially that it could displace thousands, maybe hundreds of thousands of blue-collar workers in the interest of transitioning to that greener economy? The answer is yes. The answer is yes. Number one, no more subsidies for fossil fuel industry. No more drilling on federal lands. No more drilling, including offshore. No ability for the oil industry to continue to drill, period. Ends. I've been against Keystone from the beginning. Putin's war is already hurting American families at the gas pump. The reason why the price of gas is going up is not because of steps the president has taken. They are because President Putin is invading Ukraine. Uh, egregious activities of Vladimir Putin. Um, even if we drilled as much as we could, uh, the price of oil is still set globally. There is no amount of domestic production that we can do. I've used every tool available to address price increases. And it's beginning to work. Take gasoline and gas prices. Last week, I announced the largest ever release from the United States Strategic Petroleum Reserve. We've seen oil and gas prices out of the wells. Oil and gas prices on the wholesale market come down significantly. No ability for the oil industry to continue to drill, period. Ends. Using a straw to eating a burger, am I part of the problem? In a certain way, yes, but the most exciting thing is that we can all be part of the solutions. Uh, families that once they own that electric vehicle will never have to worry about gas prices again. I mean, I drive a Chevy Bolt, which is an electric vehicle. I don't have to buy gasoline. I have solar panels on my house, so I drive on sunshine. Putin's war. Because President Putin is Vladimir Putin. There's no amount of domestic production we can do. Number one, 
No more subsidies for fossil fuel industry. No more drilling on federal lands. No more drilling, including offshore. No ability for the oil industry to continue to drill, period. Ends. And again, that's why we have resolved to speed our transition towards cleaner, more sustainable and renewable sources of energy. I put that clip together. I'm rather proud of myself. You, you hear that bit in the middle after the guy says there's no amount of drilling we could do. And then Biden last year says I released oil from the Strategic Petroleum Reserve and prices fell immediately. You plan to start drilling. Oil is on a futures market. If they know that more oil is coming in the future, the price goes down. When the UAE two days ago, United Arab Emirates two days ago, said they would push OPEC for more drilling, the price of oil fell just by the UAE saying it. When the UAE walked back and said, never mind, price went back up. It's a futures market. There's a lot of maliciousness when it comes to oil companies on the left. They are vilified. Elizabeth Warren uh, wants to uh, accuse them of profiteering and wants a law passed that will take all their money. She says they're bad. They're profiteering off people. They're making too much money. You may not know this, but the oil industry has a lot of boom and bust cycles in it. And when the price of oil gets very high, they can make a lot of money, gross profit. And they can pour that money back into the company and they can also reward their shareholders for sticking with them by paying them dividends. And at a time where the West is increasingly hostile to oil companies, it's time to pay back the shareholders for having stuck with oil companies for so long. And their gross profit is all the money they bring in over their expenditures, and then they have net profit after taxes and everything else. And uh, a lot of times what the left does is they don't even look at profit, they look at income. And they say that the income is the profit. Income is not profit. When you take your income and subtract from it, your expenditures, what is left over is your profit. Income minus expenditures is profit, you hope. You hope you have money left over. And then that's your gross profit. And then you you pay your shareholders, you pay your taxes and all of that, and then you have your net profit. So I guess that you pay your taxes, then you have your net profit. But wait, there's more. Right now, a lot of these companies are making lots of money and they're not paying taxes. Now, I will talk about this from my personal perspective for just a moment. I ran a company for a number of years. And in the first couple of years, the company had losses every year. We didn't pay any taxes because we didn't turn a profit at all. In fact, we had big losses. And then we started making profits, small at first and then larger. But under the American tax code, if there are years where you take losses, you can then offset those against your your future taxes. It's not fair for you to lose money three years in a row and then you make a small profit and the IRS takes all of it. 
So the government allows you to spread your losses out over a number of years when you make a profit to offset your taxes. And it doesn't matter whether you're a small company or you're a big company. There were a number of years in there where a number of oil companies, because of their increased drilling and their increased production, they actually didn't make money. They took advantage of tax breaks. They took advantage of of breaks for creating jobs. They took advantage of infrastructure breaks, but they didn't make money because they were pouring their money into development, into fracking, into building rigs and the like, and they had these losses, and now they're able to spread them out because of the tax code, like every other company, and they're able now to not have to pay taxes when they are making a profit because of the years of their losses, and those losses went to help grow the company. But the left treats that as bad, and they want oil companies to be treated differently from other companies. Now, it's true. The government has given some subsidies to oil companies, and Joe Biden has said no more subsidies for the oil companies. I don't have a problem getting rid of subsidies for the oil companies. But if you're going to give subsidies to other energy companies, don't treat oil differently. It is a national security asset for us to have the ability to get oil out of the ground and not be dependent on other countries. It's something the Democrats have forgotten. But now they're using the profits of the oil company as gas prices have gotten high. And they're claiming, look at this, they're profiteering. They're making money off of you. Notice they never say anything when they're losing money because gas prices are so low and they're having to shut down rigs because they can't make any money. I know several people who were put out of work because gas prices got so low they couldn't get jobs. They were laying people off. Now they can't find enough people. This is one of the problems that we're having to deal with here is oil companies now, they can't get the steel for their pipes and they can't get the employees because of the shortages of worker shortages and and supplies. They're having a real hard time. And I think we should recognize that just like any other business, they make profit. And profit is not bad. Profit is actually good. We should wish that more made profit. We should wish they made profit and made other people wealthy through the reinvestment of dividends, through paying shareholders and the like. Profit is good. Profit is not bad. What the left would like you to believe is that profit from oil companies is bad, that large profits from oil companies, because prices are high now, are really bad. But the fact of the matter is there have been times where oil prices and gas prices were so low, it was very difficult for these companies to make money. They reap the reward now because they put in the hard work while they were losing money. We shouldn't punish them now. We shouldn't vilify them. And the left would like you to forget the way business works because they have no sense of business to begin with. And now, of course, Jen Zaki, she's suggesting that high gas prices are only going to be temporary. Regular basis. But in terms of prices going up, we do anticipate that gas prices and energy prices will go up. That is something that the president has conveyed very clearly to the American public. We also believe it will be temporary and not long lasting. Let's hope not like the temporary inflation, but they do think gas prices are going to go back down. Will there be anyone on the left who's vilifying these oil and gas companies now that will be praising them when gas prices go back down? Or do they just want to obfuscate and pretend they don't know how markets work so they can have a bad guy here other than themselves and their policies? And that ultimately is what this is, is it's their policies that have caused all these problems, not the gas companies. And they can't take ownership of the blame, so they got to blame the gas companies. Now, I want to go take Susan's phone call real quick. Susan, you're going to be up next. Welcome to the program. Hi, thanks for taking my call. 
Um, something I wanted to point out that these people who think that profits are bad, they need to remember that um, corporations do not pay taxes. Nothing. I mean, if I buy a loaf of bread, let's just say it's a dollar, starting with the company that produces the seed for the wheat, all the way through the company that has the combine for the farmer and, and the bakery trucks and the baker and the you know the whole bit, um, every step along the way, those companies, if they want to stay in business, they build their tax liability into the price of their product or service. And, and in the end, when I go into Publix or Kroger or wherever I'm going to buy my little loaf of bread, all that tax liability from all those different layers is built into the price of that loaf of bread. And so basically, for I can't really think of anything that, um, I mean, I, I, I think it's reasonably safe to say that all taxes are paid by right. individuals one way or another. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's baked into and, the price. You, you're, you're right. Uh, and, and using your loaf of bread is a good example there. The, the companies know that they're going to get charged a level of taxation, and so they value their their bread, their products, whatever it is, to be able to pay those taxes. When you go buy an Apple iPhone or, or an Apple device or the new Apple Mac Studio lap, uh, desktop computer that I want to buy that – uh, maybe I just won't tell my staff that I bought it. <laughs> um, the, the the price is factored in for them to be able to to pay taxes. So really, you're the one who pays the taxes. You lower the corporate tax, prices go down or wages go up. And in, remember, when the Trump administration reduced the uh, corporate tax, a lot of corporations gave their employees $1,000, $1,000. And the Democrats, oh, it's just a thousand dollars. That's no big deal. And then when the Democrats were handing out COVID checks, they're like, oh, five hundred dollars, really big deal. Everybody should be thanking us for giving them all this money. Not really, not really. Y'all, speaking of saving money and making money, let me tell you about a really good deal you can take advantage of. That's the Eden Pure Thunderstorm air purifier. You can get three of them, three of them for less than $200. That's great savings. That's tremendous savings. So you get all three of them for less than $200. You get uh, $200 savings and you get free shipping. Now, what does this thing do? Well, it cleans the air. It doesn't mask the odors. It actually eliminates the odors. It also gets rid of the mildew, the mold, the bacteria, the pollen that's floating in the air. It's an air purifier. But here's the key, and this is makes it so awesome, is you don't have uh, filter subscriptions. You just wipe it out on occasion. And it works and eliminating the odors. My gosh, I take this thing with me when I travel because you can fit it in your suitcase. It's only a little bit bigger than your hand. And you plug it directly into the wall or you could use a USB cord and plug it into your car, for example. And so if I've got smoky odors in, in a rental car or musty odors in a hotel or smoky odors in a hotel, plug in the Eden Pure Thunderstorm and it wipes out those odors. It works great. You can get three of them for less than $200 by going to EdenPureDeals.com, EdenPureDeals.com. And you use the discount code ERIC3. Uh, put that on the front page. It'll take you into the discount uh, for the Eden Pure Thunderstorm. And then at checkout, if it doesn't carry over, there's a discount code box there as well with a little orange apply button. You put in ERIC3, E-R-I-C-K-3. You get three of these for less than $200 and free shipping. EdenPureDeals.com. Hello there. It is Eric Erickson here. The phone number is 877-973-7425. If you want to be on the program. So those of us who are Christians, we got this thing for Tim Tebow. And keep wondering, 
Why won't some NFL team give him a job? Well, they do, and it doesn't quite work out. Uh, you know, college football and professional football really aren't the same game. Uh, and and Tebow hadn't been able to transition well, and what a good guy he is. But as much as there's a, a segment of Christian evangelicals who are all in for Tim Tebow, there is a section of the progressive left that is all in for Colin Kaepernick. And my gosh, uh, ESPN and, and several other outlets are all out there like, Colin Kaepernick, he's ready for his comeback. Uh, David Hookstead over at, at the Daily Caller actually has this. The disgraced former 49ers quarterback hasn't played in the NFL in several seasons, and he's never come close to lacing up his cleats again, but he's been posting his workout videos, and Adam Schefter, who's a sports writer, tweeted that a source told him Cap is in the best shape of his life. He wants to play. He's ready to play. He'd be a great fit for teams with quarterback vacancies to fill who want to win a Super Bowl. That's right. He wants to win a Super Bowl. Um, you should remember that he wore pig socks, uh, attacking the police, compared the police to slave catchers, claimed that they murder people with impunity, um, and refused to stand for the anthem. He's praised Fidel Castro. And then when he tried his uh, workout to go back into the NFL, invited a bunch of people to the Falcons workout facility in Gainesville, Georgia, and they didn't show up there. He decided to show up at a football, at a high school football stadium south of the Atlanta airport and made a big stink about how he didn't trust anybody and, and only invited a select few to cover him. The man doesn't want to be in the football. He wants to keep a Nike contract going and be some martyr for a civil rights cause. Uh, just absolutely pathetic the way the media salivates over this guy. It really is comparable to the way some evangelicals uh, worship Tim Tebow and demand he get a football contract. It's the same thing with the Wokes and Colin Kaepernick. It's just absolutely ridiculous. Uh, he's he's not serious. By the way, he wasn't even a very good quarterback. That's something that gets missed. He wasn't even a good quarterback. But who lets that actual fact stop them from worshiping the guy when he's takes all the right positions? I'm sure now his Nike contract must be up for renewal and he needs some sort of attention and, and can be some sort of apologist and martyr for the wokes these days. All right, when we come back, we got to move on. We got other stuff, including let's talk about the no-fly zone that some people want over Ukraine. It's 2022. Things are still crazy. Things haven't settled down. And now you got the Federal Reserve and interest rates. You got the economy. You got inflation. A lot of banks won't even return your phone call. Let's say you're a small business and you need a loan for $750,000 or higher. You see an opportunity where banks, they don't even want to see you. You want to buy a building. You want to build a building. Reach out to the Frost family at First Liberty Building and Loan. They've been helping small businesses become big businesses since the 1990s. They want to help you if they can. So spend 10 minutes with them. See if you're a good fit for them and they're a good fit for you. Their website is firstlibertyga.com. That's firstlibertyga.com. Again, you need a loan, $750,000 or higher. You're a small business and you see an opportunity to grow. Share it with the Frost family and see if they can help you. Firstlibertyga.com. That's firstlibertyga.com. First Liberty Building and Loan can help businesses nationwide become bigger businesses.